Alexander Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land, wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, Status Community Outreach Liaison of the Building Materials Projectile Staging Logistics Committee of the Western Inter-Florida Guild of Professional Anarchist Local Chapter 151, Wiley! How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm feeling jacked up like I'm on Mountain Dew, but I'm not. I'm on three cups of coffee. <laughs> Granny will paint your back porch red. <laughs> Granny will paint your back porch red. Uh, well, good. Yeah, I, I was very, very shocked to uh, find you lounging in your newly renovated garage this morning. Yes. Um, which is uh, it very, you know, I expect it to be much more man cave-like, um, except it's, it's almost like a Victorian parlor. <laughs> you know Did you just call my garage a Victorian it, parlor? It has a very Victorian parlor feel to it, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. I, I, I do, in some ways, understand you what totally you're saying. You totally know what I'm talking about, yeah. I do, but, but at the same time, though, there are certain things there that should automatically disqualify it from being a Victorian scene. What, the high-back upholstered chairs with floral print? Uh, no. Um, the uh, armoire? <laughs> the footlocker? Uh, yeah, maybe I did it to the me, la- the to me it looked more like a travel trunk Oh, that you would strap to the back of a carriage. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, am uh, I right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to have that though. No, I like to actually, like to well, get a actually it trunk. doesn't look a whole lot different than that footlocker you had. They're very, very similar, you know? Well, you know what it is, is I was going to sand that and then repaint it all the way. Right. But then when I sanded it down, I saw that there was markings from like somebody that painted over it before. Right. So I just left it sanded down so I could see the markings. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So that made it actually kind of fun. Yeah. So you've got the high back chairs facing each other. One was the one I, one I, the one that's very similar to yours. Yes. The, the, the one that's a high back chair, but it's actually a recliner, but you'd never know it was a recliner until you actually sat in it. Cause it doesn't look like a lazy boy. Yeah. It just looks like a high back, you know, Victorian chair. Yeah. It's nice though. And the other one is the one that was in the back of my truck that I gave you, which yes. is also very nice and comfortable. It is. And they're facing each other around, uh, you know, a whole bunch of cigar, uh, smoking, uh, paraphernalia. Well, no, no. There's only just one ashtray right there. Yeah. Well, yeah. And lighter. And, you know, it's it's a cigar ashtray, you know, a big marble, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So it, it's, again, everything in there looks like a Victorian parlor, man. <laughs> it's nice. It's, it's like you expect two dudes in there in like top hats and monocles going, did you see the market today, Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's that, a fridge with beer in there. Yes. Yes. So which good. was good. I was very tempted to have a beer. And then you told me you were actually uh, at three cups of coffee and you got quite a caffeine buzz going. So you had yes. to smoke a little weed to level, to it, level out. it out. You know, you got to do what you got to do there. You know, you're probably the only, the only person that I know that uses weed to come down off coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on a second. I've known you for, you know, 15 years now or whatever. A long time. Yeah. A long time. Many moons, many moons. And I've never known you. And we have literally, We've traveled everywhere together. We've yeah. bunked everywhere together. I've never known you to drink a cup of coffee. I, so I very rarely drink coffee. Right. 
where I used to first start never drink- never in the morning either. No, not normally. Because you would always have to go literally go hunt for a Mountain Dew. That was your yeah. <laughs> your morning wake up ritual. Yeah. You yes. Know? So what I every once in a while, there's times where I'll drink coffee. Let me tell you the first the first time I really started drinking coffee was when I had to go to do appointments when I was selling copiers. Right. Oh, just to be polite. Yeah, that was like the sales guy thing to do. Is you're supposed right. if they offer you coffee, you drink coffee. Right. So I was doing that. But then I would only do that every once in a while, and I wasn't really a fan. Yeah. Later on, and let me fast forward all the way to when I first started doing that sales job at uh, selling insurance, is that in the mornings when we'd go there on Monday mornings, I'd have either coffee or hot cocoa in the mornings there. Right. So I found a kind of coffee I like, like a French vanilla kind of coffee. Yeah. So I started having those in the mornings. Right. But then I stopped doing it. Once COVID happened, I stopped doing it, and I haven't drank really coffee since then. And then earlier last week, I had a chocolate milk. Right. But I had a flavored chocolate milk. And oh, I had a like Snickers, a mocha flavor? No, no, like a Snickers bar flavored chocolate milk. Okay. And the, the way that that tasted reminded me of coffee. I, I just want to ask, are you trying to get diabetes again? Because that's how you get diabetes again. <laughs> okay, well, here's the thing. <laughs> Drinking the <laughs> Snickers flavored chocolate milk. Like the chocolate milk was enough. They had to like put Snickers in there too. Yeah, but yeah. so what I did was I said, look, I can't be just drinking Snicker, Snickers chocolate milk all the time, but if it reminds me of coffee, then maybe I should just have a cup of coffee. Then. There you go. Yeah. So I was this morning, I was sitting there and, and you know, I was waiting for you because you were late. I, I apologize for that. I was, uh, I, I, I spent a good 15 minutes rubbing my butt this morning. So, you know. I mean, I understand where you're coming from for that. Sometimes you got to do that, but I don't know. If it that takes was, that long. That was a little TMI. But, uh, you know. Well, maybe, maybe it was. It was probably not 15. It was about 10 minutes. Sure, because that's how long it takes. Well, sometimes it does. Yeah. So, and then I started smoking it. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. No pork butt. I, I dry rubbed and and put it in the smoker before I came over here. <laughs> oh, uh, that's okay. what I was talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, what are you doing tonight? You got a party going on? No, nah, just uh, going to have pulled pork for dinner and just f- figured I'd fire up the grill or the smoker and get it going and, you know, let it smoke all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So by the time I get back, it'll probably be about half done, run it till about six and let it pull off the bone. Mm. You know, so, yeah. That's a good time. Get to eat my butt. And you're, and you're not going to, and you didn't invite anybody? You didn't invite me to eat your butt? Uh, <laughs> you're always welcome to eat my butt, Alex. <laughs> oh, that, was just, that was so incredibly gay. <laughs> yeah, but you, you teed it up. I had to pride, take it. Good, yeah. good, good, time, good thing it's Pride Month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's right. It is Pride Month. But hang on. We totally sidetracked from your, your coffee All right, conversation. So, so why did you drink, specifically, why did you drink three cups of coffee this morning? Okay, well, so here's the thing. So I had the first cup. I'm like, Kelly, make me a cup of coffee. She's like, really? For real? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and make me a cup of coffee. So she brings right. me out that cup of coffee. And then I have. And I, it's probably like one of those cup of coffees that you give your like eight year old when they want a cup of coffee. It's like you know three quarters milk and a splash of coffee. No, no, she was full on it. She, oh, really? She did it the way she cooked. She made it the way she does it. Wow, wow. So I mean, there's some creamer. So in you there had a big boy like cup that, of coffee. Yeah, I had a big boy cup. Almost in a big boy cup, by the way. <laughs> wow. So yeah. I didn't even have to use the sippy cup this time. So which made it nice. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> the sippy cup. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what we call the uh, the uh, uh, what the Yeti cups that we yeah. have sippy cups. That's sippy cups. Yeah, those are sippy cups. So God puts a straw in it for cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> so I had the first cup and it went down real nice and real real smooth. Right. But I still had like so I started smoking a cigar in the morning. Yeah. So I had the cigar and I drank the first cup and it went happened you know went down really fast. So I'm like, right. well, you know what? Make Kelly, me another. Give me a second cup of coffee. All right. So I had the second cup of coffee. Alex never has a second cup of coffee at home. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> what she said on the first one, you never have a cup of coffee at the house. What's going on? Yeah. 
and so, and nobody under under forty five got that joke. I know, but the, if they, and you know what? That's your own fault if you didn't. That's get right. That joke, by yeah, the way. fuck you. We're you not going to tell you the reference. No, we're not. We're not. It's so none you of your just, business. You can just two say lose. You bud. better start googling right yeah. now. Mama did raise no dummy. I dug her. I dug her rat. <laughs> chump to one to help. Chump to get in the hell. <laughs> Santa Harry say seven up. <laughs> actually, that's the secondary reference. The primary reference was actually a Folgers commercial. Now we give it away. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so no, right. it was no, it was a. Uh, Wow, what what the fuck was that? Taster's Choice commercial. Taster's Choice. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then I, after I had the second cup, I'm like, you know what, man? Fuck it. Let's just go down the road and fucking have a third cup because I started, I fell start kicking right. in. So I'm you, like, let's you, just you do might it. as well at that time. You're already shaking and sweating, you know? Yeah. Just fucking let's just go, go for it, man. Let's pile on the caffeine, man. Yeah. So I'm out in the garage, and that's how I fixed the show notes and all that kind of stuff. Like, it just, everything got started working then at that right. point. I even started cleaning up the fridge a little like bit more. Like, time started to slow down, right? Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I started cleaning the fridge out a little bit more. So I still right. got that. You know, I got that outside fridge of beer in there, so yeah. that's good. Um, I think I'm going to put some more beer in there, though. Yeah. Now, see, I've, I've gotten so far, far uh, my tolerance is so high for, for caffeine that I literally have to drink a pot of coffee just to, you know, maintain the baseline. <laughs> I am like a complete caffeine addict. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, you see these uh, giant Tervis tumblers. I go through about four or five of those a day. Wow. Of coffee. That's a good time. Yeah. Right you, literally, I drink at least a pot by myself every day. Nice. You know, so wasn't for that, I'd be well, just comatose. you got to have the pot for your butt. That's right. Yeah. You know. So there you go. <laughs> now, we do have some sad news, though. Oh, we do? Talk about what happened? I do have some sad news. So on Friday, we put GT down. Oh. We've been planning on doing it for a little while. That but does make me sad. It, it is sad. So yeah. if you don't know who GT is. She was in bad shape the last time I saw her, though. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. she was definitely in bad shape. So if you don't know who GT is, GT was Ledger's dog. Scott Ledger. Scott Ledger's dog. Yeah, who is the, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, longtime Tampa Bay radio personality. Uh, you know, we, I grew up listening to him on 98 Rock as a kid, you know. Yeah. Uh, just, a, just a great guy and, uh, you know, good friend of the show. He does the uh, intro uh, yeah. a voiceover on the show Scott Ledger we everyone calls him the ledge that was yeah. his you know radio nickname or ledge or ledge yeah yeah so so um we still had his dog and his dog was look the last years of GT's life were great years don't right. get me wrong like the dog got to live its best life at the end and we you know and especially the last couple of weeks I mean that dog was probably eating McDonald's every day right because Danielle would bring him a cheeseburger every day <laughs> and um, nice because and Danielle like Danielle was Danielle kind of really took ownership of the dog um, when let when Ledge left the house and then went over to Tampa or to Orlando Danielle watched the was watching the dog then right and if you and let it's funny not funny but so Danielle has one recording on her phone right from Ledge yeah and it's a really sweet, heartfelt thing about GT. And she's and Ledge's like, I feel, you know, I didn't want to be away from GT, but at least I know that GT's home in a good home. Right. And really, really, really sappy kind of message. Which I mean, I'm not saying sappy in a pejorative kind of way. I'm saying right, it in right. a, it a heart, was, more heart, heartfelt. Oh yeah, because when yeah. I listened to it, when I listened to it the other night, it was just like, oh right. I know why you've kept, you know, because we probably could have got rid of, we could have put GT down probably, probably a month ago. Yeah. But with the last month, it was really just—I mean, no. It's hard. It's, it's hard tough. to make that decision. And yeah, because it, it, it was it was nothing. She I mean she was eating all. She was still eating, but it was like you know, uh, skin and bones, man. Yeah, yeah. Like it was and, really and getting bad. All her hair had fallen out. Oh yeah, a yeah. lot of it has. Yeah. So 
we made the decision last night, or we made the decision a couple weeks ago, but we had, there's a, a service that comes to your house and puts the dog down and then takes the dog with you. Oh. Takes the dog with them. Well, that's, that's, so that way yeah. they can die at the home and then, you know. Yeah, they because that, that last, you know, road trip can be a little stressful. Yeah. You know, especially if the dog can't get up in a car and, you know. Yeah. So. So, and we put the, and, and another thing is this too, is that decisions like this in the house are always put on Danielle to do. Right. And I feel bad sometimes because like we're putting things on her to be the, like she's got to be the one that does the bad deed or the bad thing or the right. thing that people are going to get mad about or whatever. And it really does take an effect on Danielle. But again, she had to do this one. Mikey ended up leaving. He ended up, we'd take Mikey to, to my, to Kelly's mom's house. Yeah. He didn't want to be there for that. He didn't want to be there for it. Yeah. So we put GT down. Now I didn't make it even home until like the, the, the dog got put down at like five, between five and six. Right. And I got home at like six thirty. And I will say this from a Friday. Again, I was very sad that GT that we had to put GT down. But we went from three dogs and a cat and eight eight people right. that are, were all living in the house. Right. This Friday, there were three of us. Right. And a dog and one dog and one cat. Right. Where are the chickens, by the way? Uh the chickens went somebody else's we gave the chickens up a long time ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah I was Which sucks. Say. I mean I mean you could have chickens here, but we don't have the you know, we right. don't have the part for it here yet, though. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind having some chickens here, though, because it would be cool to get some eggs from some chickens. Right. But we got a, we got a lot of fix in this house. I mean, my house before we do that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so we get home, and the house looks awesome, though, because you're just like, oh, man. like there's Yeah. <laughs> like, you feel bad. You almost feel the guilty. No, the chaos is over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's completely over at this point. Like, yeah. everybody's gone. All the rooms look normal again. The garage is looking great. And then... I'm like, you know what, guys? Let's just go out and eat. So we'll go down. To, you know, Mikey's not home. So let's let's just go to downtown and go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. So we got to this place called Rose's Bistro. And I got to tell you, it was so freaking awesome. It was another phenomenal dinner. I don't know if it was just for other factors at play, but it was beautiful. And it's This hour is sponsored by Rose Bistro. <laughs> yeah, Newport right. You should, you should. Bring your family out for some dining comfort food. <laughs> right. so actually not sponsored by roses diner yeah. or whatever so we had some good Bistro. food there and they have hardwood floors there like old school hardwood floors right it's an old building but it's you know kind of being well maintained so it was and not a lot of people were there it's the kind of place where like the local art guild puts the paintings on the wall that you can buy from them right you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, local yeah. shit which i'm sure. probably gonna buy one of those paintings by the way we just i was sitting there like man i want to buy that fucking painting right there there you go so i'm gonna yeah. go back and buy one of those support paintings. a starving artist yes I actually, you know what I want, by the way? I want pictures of paintings of places of just regular streets around Newport Ritchie, around my house. So hang on. You want pictures of paintings paintings. of regular places? I want paintings. So you're going to go take photographs of paintings of landscapes? No, no, no. I said one too many things. I just want the paintings. Skip the middleman on the picture part. I just want the paintings. Okay, so you want, oh, all right. So you want paintings of, of downtown? Of local uh, scenes. Okay. Of just local scenes. Like even a normal, like I want one of like say normal street on Newport Ritchie. Yeah. And then just the, just the name, just that street. Yeah. One that looks kind of nice, but still kind of, you know, plain. Right. You know right, what I right. mean? Like one of those kind of deals. I, I, do. I do. And then in the picture, I want to wear Waldo somewhere. <laughs> there, there you go. Or maybe yeah. an alien. Yes. Yeah. An alien would be good. Yeah. So, so. That, that sounds like fun. I'm sure you can commission something like that. I'm hoping I can. Yeah. I'm hoping I can. I'm going to start buying a couple of what they're making and then ask and then find somebody that I like and be like, can you paint this for me for, you know, a certain amount of money? Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, I'm get, sure they will. Yeah. They might. They, yeah. Don't just dismiss that, by the way. No, I'm not. Like, I know you're being dismissive. I'm right not now. at all. I'm saying an, if you commission an artist to paint something, that nine times out of ten, they'll paint it for you. Yeah. So, you know. I'm gonna try to I mean, it. if it's in their wheelhouse. 
I got you. Well, you, you know but, what I'm saying? You, but I'm, I'm going to find the ones in there that, that work well and then start getting their paintings. Yeah, exactly. And make my whole house have like that kind of feel. And I think there's a lot of local artists that uh, specialize in Waldo and aliens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, of course you can commission a local artist. So, you know, that'd be nice. Yeah. Have them do one of your house. No, I don't. Well, I don't want one of my house done. No, oh, okay. I want like a. I want street scenes, not like house scenes. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like you got to have part of the street there. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'd have them do my street, and my my house would be like one of the pictures of many of the houses. But that would be kind of cool too. Especially because mine has a, a. It's a hill, so we have them doing it at the bottom of the hill, and then. Maybe my, like maybe my sister in law could do it for you. Well, she doesn't live here though. I want people that. Oh, she's just in, actually in town. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I want so. people that live in Newport Ritchie. Oh, okay. Like to do it. I oh. want somebody that is from Newport Ritchie. Like I want. So it's to got to be, be a local artist doing a local scene. Yes. Okay. Yes. No. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Well, there you go. So we'll see if it happens. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. It, it will definitely happen if you pay someone to do it. Cool. Well, yeah. I'm going to figure that it out. That will almost always happen. Well, because they got this little art guild right down the street here too. Right. That's probably where you should start. That is. I think. I think if it's still open, I don't know for sure if it's. Still I, open I think uh, artists might, you know, hang out at the art guild. Or, I would hope that they do. Or the people who are at the art guild might know how to get in contact with artists. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not that. like the anarchist guild because we have no idea who a member is. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. We don't though, keep a membership if, list. If I ever if I ever win the lottery, we are going to make an anarchist guild building. <laughs> well, no, we can't make one. We have to we have to buy one that's completely dilapidated and condemned. Oh, OK. Well, then yeah. I'll do that. then. Yeah. So that would and it's got to be like, you know, full of rats and, you know. Oh, can people, we clean it people, up? Though? No. No, I'm not gonna admit, I don't want to go to one that's full of rats. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, no, no, there's no. probably a body in there somewhere. Well, I mean, here's the thing: can we encase it in some kind of like material then, or something? Like, can what, we like what a, kind of material? Well, like a, something like a like a like a something clear, so you can still see it, of course. Um, but <laughs> put a, like a glass case around it. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. then you can't get in if there's a glass case around it. Well, no, just around the body. Oh, around the body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. I, I think it has to be, you know, out there in all its uh, decomposing glory. Actually, there's two buildings in particular that I would like to buy yeah. if we were to do that. One of them, we actually had luncheon or dinner, luncheon the other day. Right. That oh, that was, buildings. yeah, that, that would be a great. That well, be uh, obviously, that's too well maintained. Actually, both of the buildings yeah. that we went to were the ones that I was thinking of. Because the other it, one would be the cigar lounge. It has to be a condemned building that's just falling apart and overrun and, and, you know, things like that. Because everybody knows that without government here to save us from ourselves, that we could never have something like a nice building. It would be literally impossible to have. So that's the whole point of the Anarchist Guild. It's got to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Am well, I wrong? I think by, ha but here's the thing though, by having a condemned building, then you are looking at that, um, uh, what do you call it? You want to call it uh like they would make you keep it if it's an old one, because God forbid, if you'd actually want to do something with your own building, then all the rest of the neighborhoods get, the neighbors get involved in their statist way. And they actually, um, they will actually make you keep the building like going on in California right now. Oh, uh, that was a segue. I didn't understand where you were going with that. Okay. Well, because well, you didn't read the show notes. No, I didn't read the show notes. So I, I, I don't care. Considering week, so. considering all the different things and the topics of the show notes, it makes sense to do this. So okay, all right. So Maybe this I should is even from, open them up. This is from L.A. So neighbors won't let decaying L.A. French restaurant die despite owners' wishes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this guy wants to. He has this building. It's an old building, but it just it's too big. Costs too much to maintain. So what he wants to do is he wants to tear the building down and then make a mixed space um, facility that'll have housing as well as office space and we'll have his restaurant in there, by the way. So he'll, he'll, they'll redo the space. 
His restaurant will be there. It'll be much smaller, but then it'll be all the other stuff that goes there as well. Okay. And the people around it, historic preservation, as they call themselves, um, they want to stop it. They said, you know, this guy, this Texisi guy has said he can't keep operating the space. And one of the women told Reyes that she wanted to preserve the building entirely because she had such great feelings about having eating there. So it doesn't matter that he's going to go out of business and that you wouldn't be able to eat there anymore because he's going to have to close down. Right. You want him to keep the building because of the way you feel about the building. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much all historic preservation really is. Well, here's the thing, though. If you want to keep the building and the, the person that gets to make the decision is the person that owns the fucking building. Right. It's not the people that like this is the one thing about the historic preservation part that really kind of pisses me off. There are people. And you see this in a lot of downtowns, and I'm totally in favor of this part. Right. That when they die, they will give their building to the city on the uh, condition that the city maintained the building like it is and, you know, makes it that historic place like it is. Right. right? I'm totally in favor of that. Matter of fact, I think that's a good idea, and I think that a lot of people that live in those downtown buildings should probably do that. Yeah, that's great, because eventually, uh, if enough people do that, the government will own everything. And then it will just be a communist utopia. Great well, job, Alex. No, no, no. no. Here's Great job. No, Great fucking job. No, listen. Yeah, just give the government the means of all production. No, no. No, no, that's great. Here's idea. the thing. There yeah, are you and Marx would get along volu- great. There are people that will. It's all voluntary, man. There's no force here. Oh, really? Yeah, there's no force. It's really? all voluntary. Yeah? Yes. It's voluntary. Yeah, you don't the, have the, to. The city is voluntary. Really? No, no, no. What the if I want to live is, within the, the boundaries of the city but opt out of city government? Can I do that? Yeah. Then No, you can't. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> no, you can't. You can. In the, look, okay, again, I agree with you on this whole anarchy thing. I'm with you on this. But mm-hmm. I'm saying if somebody wants to give their building up for historic preservation purposes, that they should be totally free to do that. To a private and, organization. Yeah, I wouldn't want okay, to see people. If they want to do it to, do it to a private organization, yeah. dude, that's perfectly fine. I don't okay. give a fuck about that, whether All it's right. private or, or the city. But some people do it to the city. Right. And I don't care about that. But the city, uh, but people who have, you know, warm, fuzzy feelings for this restaurant, and it's kind of a piece of shit looking restaurant. I mean, there's nothing special about this building. It looks like one of those buildings that was built in like the 50s or 60s, you know, meant to look like a French chalet, but it's obviously just a modern stucco building. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, there's literally nothing special about this building. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, yeah, tearing it down would be a, a no brainer, but yeah. That's the thing is the so the people who have the warm fuzzies about it are using the force of government to force this guy to not do something he wants to with his own property. Yeah. Which happens all the time. In fact, I was involved with a situation like that myself. So I get it. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, I figured you'd be on the other side of the fence on this one. You status, but no, I, I'm 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 surprised you're actually taking the other opinion, considering your your past. Well, it's uh, in L.A. Behavior. If it was on my block, it'd be a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> In L.A., I don't give a fuck. (laughs) But my backyard, not there. (laughs) You know, I get it. It's such a... Do you know that you now have six months more that you have to call yourself the status quo? Like you just gained another six months. I know. I was going to ask for a reprieve from that title, but I realized I haven't earned it. Now you got to wait till the end of the year now. Yeah, pretty much. I I, I get it. I get it. And then it'll go up for review. Right. And we'll we'll see what happens in the next six months to see if you can actually get rid of that title. Right. But based off of your current uh, mindset here, it's not looking real good. No, no, it's not looking good. But uh, yeah, there's there's honestly that guy should be able to tear down his building if he wants. I know. You know I don't rebuild. understand it. And here's the thing too: you're in you're in in L.A. Right. If there's a place where housing is fucking needed, it's there. 
Uh, well, I don't know about that. Well, because housing prices is so high, but the, it's the zoning restrictions that are causing all the problems over there. Again, it's government causing all the problems. Right. And, uh, you know, just I, I just saw this article and I just was like, man. You and know. L.A. has nothing of historic value. I mean, except that one donut shop. They have some other <laughs> stuff that's historic. Yeah. And the Capitol Records building. That's it. Other than that, L.A. has no redeeming architecture. No redeeming architecture? Yeah, none whatsoever. Yeah. So I thought that one was a funny story to bring up. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I wanted to bring up, we talked about, we didn't talk about this last week. We had it up last week, but we have a couple different votes now for the DFC, the Dystopian Future Trend. Oh, Okay, what do we got going on? So up one this week is the Terminator Future. Yeah, this is definitely, this a, is one definitely for the a big one. Though. Yeah. A Turkish, a, and it ain't even American, by the way. A Turkish military drone hunted a human target in Libya last year without being ordered to do so. Right. Holy Several yeah. targets, actually. Yeah, they were uh, they were fleeing. They were retreating. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. And this uh, basically what they did is they gave the uh, the command of this drone to just uh, you know as these um, and these were like Syrian militants uh, that are like separatists from the Turkish government and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't know the exact politics of it, but but uh, Erdogan definitely wanted them dead. Um, so they were retreating, they were fleeing, and they sent the drones uh, to just autonomously track them down and, and hunt them down and kill them. So they were actually, you know, making their own decisions for uh, targeting and, and uh, attacking these targets. Now, I don't think they were actually successful. I don't know if they actually got anybody, but uh, you know, it, it's. Uh, I, I got to tell you, they did yeah. though, because the way you read the title, "Killer Drone Hunted Down a Human Target." Yeah, but I don't. So that indicates that they. I don't know if they were actually successful, but the the point is, is here you have an actual, you know, government using autonomous drones to attempt to kill people, at least. Um, and you know, a lot of times when we think about these things, we think about from our own perspective. Like for example, there, there's probably some people listening out there saying, "Well, you know, the U.S. government would never." do something like that shit okay well hang on a second even if you believe that you have to know that all right let's let's and i don't believe that but let's say for a moment you're right and the u.s government wouldn't ever do that when every other government is doing it they're going to have no choice and that's going to be their excuse well god everybody else has these we have to have them to compete yeah you know and mm -hmm. and so that's that's the problem is and and that's what I keep saying is we are going to go down this path. It is absolutely inevitable that we will go down this horrible AI path because somebody is going to do it. And once somebody do, does it, everybody has to do it. You know, it's yeah. going to be the next arms race. it's gonna it's gonna get out of control and we'll be lucky to live through it. Yeah, yeah, you know? I mean, especially if they keep I mean, I can't believe this is <sighs> right. Yeah. How do you not see this coming? Right. Right. You know, like how do you not know that this is not going to have good results? Well, even in the short term, in the short term, do we really want computer systems making decisions about who lives and dies? And according to uh, last week, uh, the polls are that, uh, yeah, at least, you know, half of Europeans and three quarters of Asians want that. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> so go figure, you know, uh, Again, come on, solar flare. Yeah, be, it, because it's it's the only thing that's a, it's the only thing on the DFC that might possibly save us from ourselves. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's the only one where we got the best chance of living. <laughs> exactly. Jesus Exactly. Christ. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, this didn't, I didn't put this on the DFC chart for this week, but okay. I actually did need to put one up for like 12 monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did, did, was there a time travel one? Something that's going on with that? Or is that virus? No virus. Okay. Virus. 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 So yeah. Because yeah, who knows? We might fuck up tri- time travel too. Because oh, by the way, hang on. Did I tell you I, I watched Tenet? No. Oh, God. What a movie. Was it good? Oh, it was. Uh, let me tell you, and this doesn't happen very often. I couldn't keep up. Wow. It was like so. I, I had to watch it a second time. Well, the first time I was high. <laughs> so that might have been part of it. The second I had to watch it again, like three days later, sober, just to try to figure it out some more. Um, amazing movie. Really enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So high. But that was uh, basically that's a, a time travel gimmick. You know, it's it's uh, it, it's they figure out a way to make objects and individuals and things like that travel backwards through time, but still interact with the forward moving time. A crazy thing. Anyway, highly recommend it. Good movie. Fuck crazy. Right, yeah. I have to look that out later. But the other thing I was going to talk to, the reason I was saying that the 12 Monkeys gets one vote is because of something that Fauci said. What was that? In those emails, or in an interview, I don't remember which one it was, but he talked about how... Well, hang on a second. Let's let's back a little bit. So so uh, some of Fauci's emails have been released? Yeah, yeah. They did a, BuzzFeed did a Freedom of Information Act on Fauci's emails. Okay, and let's, let's talk about what's in some of those. Okay, so in some of those, well, some of those emails, it shows that he knew about gain-of-function research that was going on in in, in, in um, Wuhan lab. In Wuhan lab, right? The other the other uh, scientists and stuff were thanking him for basically dispelling the myth of the lab leak, which again, it <laughs> right, it happened, you right? Dickheads. Well, here he is, literally talking about how they were working on COVID in this lab, and then thanking him for dispelling the the myth that they leaked it, and it just happened to show up, you know, three blocks away from the. You know, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, really, and and again, it just shows that his what he was saying publicly and what he was saying privately is two completely separate things. Oh yeah, the man's the, a liar. Yeah, the man the, is, he's evil. Yes, yeah, and the the fact that so many people follow it, I don't know how real this is, but I believe it. I believe you can look at certain people and just know that they're a bad person. You know what I'm saying? And I think I got you. And and Fauci to me, the first time I ever saw that guy on TV, he he like I, I had that reaction to him, like, oh that that dude ain't right. Yeah, you know, there's something bad about that guy. Yeah, you know, and and I just it's I can't even describe what causes it or what it actually is, but it just every once in a while you get someone like that, and that dude is just a bad bad guy. And the more we learn about him, the more we realize how bad he really is. Yeah, because you know, because let me tell you the the quote that I was given the vote to. Is that he? And again, I'm I'm not going to quote it exactly, but it was basically like he favors the research, even with the risk that it could go out and kill millions of people, because the research he said is worth it. Yeah, that's fucking evil. Yeah, and I get I know in his mind, he's not thinking that that's evil. No, he thinks. Here's the thing: he thinks of himself as a god. Yeah, and and that's what a lot of these people in power do. So they they actually convince themselves, and, and Donald Trump was great at this too. Um, is these, you know, egomaniacal narcissists believe that whatever they do is for the good of the world. Yeah. You know, and, and it doesn't matter what they do. And, and they're so, you know, arrogant. 
Oh yeah, and, and, and that's what the fully. lies was all about. A yes. lot of those lies are arrogant lies of like, well, the noble, the noble lie is the one to you know because the, the the medical people need the masks and not your right. average up and down the street citizen. So, and that's why he becomes so angry because how dare you challenge my my decision because my decision is always the correct one. Oh yeah, you know, and that is the mindset that this guy has, and it's the mindset of so many people in power. I mean, from God, from the, the county commission all the way up to you know the the presidents of of nations, you know, they're. They all think like that. Yeah, the only difference, though, is that this guy's arrogance, and we could say it now. I mean, we're pretty sure we can say it now. This guy's arrogance allowed for this virus to kill all the people that it killed. Right. Because he covered it up of where it came from. He could have, as soon as they know that there was a couple people that were sick out of there, they could have locked things down right then and there on the spot. I, I, I think if, if if everything we're learning now, I think there's no doubt in my mind that it was an intentional release. I don't know for sure if it was intentional or not, yes. but it doesn't matter if it was intentional or not. You know why? Because if it wasn't intentional, they would have gone the complete other direction. They would have downplayed, 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 downplayed. And I can, I, I tell you, this is... This is no joke that if the media and the government from the get-go had just downplayed and downplayed and downplayed this, that no one would be talking about it. And it would have been just this passing thing. And it, you know, it would have been like people would have said, oh, bad flu season this year. Yeah, that's how it would have been. Wow. And nobody would have noticed anything. So the fact that Fauci went on TV for an hour every day telling America we're all going to die tells me there was a reason for that. And it has to be. It has to be a profit motive or a power motive. Those are the only two things that motivate people like that in power. And I don't know where it was coming from. You know, I, I, I don't know what the the quo bono was in this, the who benefits um, and how. But I know for a fact that what we're going to find out is that, yes, it was leaked from the lab. I mean, it, look, it, it's going to happen. OK. Um, and of course, we're going to treat it as an accident. But if it was truly an accident, you know how these people work. They would have downplayed the shit out of it. Would they not? I mean, if they were responsible for it, they would have downplayed the shit out of it. And they would have convinced everyone that it's just a little little bad. Yeah, flu season this year is a little worse than normal. You know, but if you think about it, if you think about it, and all you people listening out there, that even though a lot of people died, it was not enough to make people really notice that there was something way out of the ordinary. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So if you didn't know what was going on, you would never, you wouldn't intuitively go, oh my God, there's a pandemic going on. Yeah. Because, you know, there was, there were no, you know, death carts going around, bring out your dead. You know, nothing like that was yeah. happening. Most people maybe knew one, two people that died, but they were elderly and had other problems anyway, you know, but things like that. You know what I'm saying? So there would have been nothing that would have really stuck out in your mind. Mm -hmm. And maybe you got it and said, oh yeah, I had a bad flu case of the flu this year. Yeah. You know, and, and so if they had taken it that uh, direction, that would have made more sense, but for an accidental leak. Yeah. But the fact that they went so overboard and tried to convince everyone they were dying tells me they were grabbing power somehow. And in retrospect, it looks like that a lot of people who ended up where they moved the ball was very far to socialism. Oh, yeah. Uh, so so they basically rebuilt the economic system. And a lot of billionaires benefited and a lot of people who want socialism benefited. And uh, basically, everybody came out ahead. 
know, because everybody got a check. Yeah. You know, and even the people who lost their jobs, you know, they were making big bucks on uh, unemployment. And, you know, so really it was like it was as if the it was done to remold the entire economic system, you know, at least in the Western world. I think that I think there's a lot of truth. I don't know. If, still don't know if it was intentional or not. But I don't. I, I'm I starting to think. Not, I'm, I'm looking at it as don't let a good opportunity go to waste. Well, I'm starting to think that this might have been intentional. You know, because I really think that if if it was a lab leak that they were trying to cover up, it would have been they would have gone the complete other direction and downplayed it. But the fact that they overplayed it, like it was the end of the fucking world, tells me they did that for a reason to yeah. But in have the a beginning, result. they did try to downplay it. Maybe I mean, that that could be it. Maybe they downplayed it at first and realized, all right, you know what? We could go another direction with this. And that's, I think, what happened. That may have been what happened. Yeah. Yeah. That, that could be. That could be. You know, because you remember they, they changed when, their strategy on the when, fly. Because when Trump tried to stop it by banning people from coming in from from China. Right. Then all the Democrats were like, oh, you're being xenophobic and you're this. Well, and that. of course, they're going to attack him on that. That might not have been part of the plan. That's just, you know, knee jerk reaction. I don't know. If, but, if Trump did something, the, the Democrats are going to take the opposite. You yeah. know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually hard to say. I hope we find out. I hope that eventually, you know, the, the history shines a light on what really happened there because we have not gotten the whole story. Yeah. You know, and, uh, Fauci is a key, key part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, oh, uh, that brings me, uh, to my gift to you. Oh, you have a gift for I, me. I do have a gift for you. <laughs> 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 you, you want to describe to the audience what you're holding? I have a uh, COVID-19 vaccination record card. <laughs> Printed by the CDC. Printed by the CDC. <laughs> and it's blank. And it's blank. Yeah. And of course, this is for training use only. Uh, not to be, you know, just for this is a reference material only. Um, but uh, should you... Uh, you know, should you want more details on reference, I'll text you over the photos of the lot numbers that you need to fill in on the card because <laughs> I have those here too. Uh, but uh, there you go. Those are the lot numbers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it goes to show you how, uh, how silly this whole uh, vaccine passport thing is. Uh, because literally this is a one of the cards that you hand right in. I got the vaccine and you're, you're good to go. Is it wrong to want to frame it? No, go ahead. I think I'm going to frame it. Oh, go ahead. I, you know, do what you want with it. But just remember, uh, of course, you can never use that's for training use only, uh, for reference purposes only, and you can never fill that out and show it to anyone to misrepresent the fact that you've been vaccinated. Yes. Okay. It's very important that you understand that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, totally understand. Yeah. That. And I, I, I found that on a street corner. I here's the thing. <laughs> I still wouldn't fill it out. Really? No. Why not? Because I'm just not going to take it. And uh, I don't. And I don't want it to be. You're not going to do it. Like I don't want it. So, to like, even if you couldn't travel without one of those, you you wouldn't travel. What would you do? I just travel anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They can't. You don't need a. You don't need a vaccine car. You don't need a vaccine card in a car. Hmm. Well, you can't drive to Europe. Well, I might try to drive to Europe right now anyway. Yeah. So can't drive to Asia. Well, I'm not trying to drive to Asia anyway. Not with global warming. I'm anyway. going to stick with. I'm going to stick with the U.S. <laughs> you got. You got to wait till we go back to global cooling and the land bridge uh, freezes back over, and then take that road over. Yeah, then you can drive through Alaska over to you know, uh, uh, what's the name of it? Well, you never know. We can get that. Vladivostok. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
I will say also, I when I put this in the show notes there, was that Rand Paul gave a two-word response to uh, Fauci's emails. <laughs> Told you. Oh, did he really? Nice. <laughs> Told you. Nice. Good for Rand. It was. It was. Hold on. And it was. Told you. Told you. And then with the hashtag fire Fauci. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. yeah he's. Oh, here's the thing. Rand's been right all along. You know, and and that fucking Fauci, man, sitting there being so, like, indignant. You know, how dare you say these things to me? Mm -hmm. You know, there you go. Here's the proof. Yeah. Yeah. Your own fucking emails is what outed you. Well, and here's the thing. Fauci is, um, Fauci came out with, he defends the the grants of the Wuhan labs, warn against taking emails out of context. (laughs) Of course. That's what they always say. Right. Yeah. So. Also in there in the... Uh, yeah, I don't know how you take, hey, good job working on COVID-19 in the Wuhan lab with the money the NIH gave you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I've never seen anybody that, right. that's... Like, here's the thing. Do you know another thing that I think Trump might have broke hmm. in the world? Yeah. Is that now no one will admit that they're wrong. That because Trump right. was able to actually constantly do it all the time, that now everybody thinks this is the workable technique. And maybe it is. Well, I don't it know. It is. There's, there doesn't seem to be consequences for things anymore. Yeah. You know, not when you reach a certain level of power, there's just no consequences. You know, it's uh, it's truly amazing. You know, I watched uh, uh, I watched uh, Allen versus Pharaoh uh, just a couple nights ago on yeah. HBO, right? Mm-hmm. The whole story. And Woody Allen is a fucking pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Just no doubt about it. He was raping his own kids. Yeah. You know, um, and, uh, you know, he got away with it because, you know, people like him. Yeah. And he's famous. And I don't know why that guy makes the worst fucking movies. Yeah. He wasn't I, really good. I never no, got his I, shit. I never liked one of his fucking movies. Yeah. You know, take your whiny bullshit somewhere else, man. Uh, you know, it yeah. just. It, it, yeah. It was whiny. That's definitely the best word to, to describe yeah. Woody Allen stuff as yeah, whiny. That guy just sucked. Um, but you know, he's, uh, he got away with raping his own daughter, you know, mm-hmm. he got away with marrying his own daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, what the fuck, dude? Uh, yeah, but, there yeah, but how go. many people in Hollywood were, I mean, before Harvey Weinstein, there was a bunch of people that had done bad things, but just went somewhere else and he, they were still celebrated. Uh, what was that one? Roman Polanski. Polanski. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he did some stuff and then they, and they cheered him. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's true. He was another child rapist. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's amazing. How long would how long was Harvey Weinstein able to get away with what he was able to get away with? Oh, for years. And his abusers were like helping him find new victims. Yeah. You know, or, or, or his his victims were helping him find new victims. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just fucked up all because they wanted to be on TV and in the movies. Well, and if you think yeah. about like certain times where certain actors have lost their fucking minds altogether, part of it was because they were a subject to those kind of things. Oh, yeah. And it caused them to we just said they were crazy, which maybe they were. But like. It's not for not a good reason. Right. Yeah. I take Corey Feldman, for example. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's and it's unbelievable. Yeah. But that's the thing is that for for people in high places, there's no real consequences to their actions. Well, yeah. You know, well, and that's here's the OK. <laughs> this is kind of funny, too. There's a lot of people that supported Trump. And one of the reasons that they put their support for Trump is that he's going to get rid of the pedophile rings. Right. Right. When he in all was, reality, he was in he it. got caught. Yeah. As well, because he was one of those really look. There's this look. There's a big club, and you ain't in it. Basically, right. not to pull from Carlin, but he's not wrong. No, he's he, totally not wrong. Yeah, uh, you know, he was accused. Well, clearly, he hung out with Epstein. Yes, you know, there's pictures. Uh, yeah, it's, it's well documented. Lots and lots of pictures. Of, it's on record. Of you know, um, the only question with Trump is was there's no doubt he was banging lots and lots of young women. Yeah. The only question is was he banging minors? 
And, you know, there's there's accounts that he was Trump. Uh, you know, there's that one case from the 13 year old that mm-hmm. came out, you know, where he accused both of them of uh, she accused both of uh, Trump and uh, Epstein of raping her. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and sure as shit is plausible, you know, but again, they, they, yeah, and you're right. Trump supporters thought he was the, you know, he was sent by Jesus to, to weed out the pedophiles. Well, and even when he says like, you know, Epstein likes him on the younger side, it's like, well, hold on a second here, man. Right. If you like, know if that, you know that and you knew that now, then and why he's did your you boy? say, yeah, right. Yeah. Do you really think he's going to knock some of these people down? Right. And he's not. And he didn't. No, of course he didn't. Yeah. I, I wish they would understand and, and that part. Like, that's the thing. Some have. Like some I un- did. And here's yeah. the thing. I even understand the wantingness to have that hero oh, yeah. that is doing it. Right. But you're just latching on to the wrong cat. Well, you're just latching on to anything because your desire for that is so great that you're willing to delude yourself of reality. Yeah. You know, and it, people do that all the time. It, I find it astonishing how easily people believe themselves when they're lying to themselves. Yeah, you know, I I mean, people reinvent their reality all the time, and and it's mind-boggling to me. I mean, I couldn't do that if I wanted to. I really do think we're dealing like everybody's looking at different realities right now. Oh yeah, like especially with these Fauci emails. Like, here's the thing: if you read them, any discerning person could see the things that he lied about. Right. And for other people to be like, well, no, you know, in the beginning he didn't know what was going on. Like, you're really gonna buy the line that he's giving you? Right. Like, this guy is could be an, an to me, it's to implications, me, pure and simple. The people who are, are think that after everything that's coming out now that Fauci is is still walking on water are not much different than the people who believe QAnon conspiracies. Yeah. You know, well, a couple of which might actually be accurate, uh, but for the most part are total and utter bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's, it's amazing to me how people just can't step back and objectively judge the reality of the situation. And I think it is, like you said, because so many people think that there is a team that they're on that's winning. Yes. Yes. And and when you believe that, that's the thing. If you don't have a team, if if you're not, you know, if you don't have any skin in the game, it reality becomes an entirely different picture because you can take each event and judge it on its own merit without having to, you know, say, does this fit my worldview? Does this fit the narrative that I want to put forward? Um, you know, and I highly recommend it. If Folks, if you're out there listening and you're still on some political team or another, try to just step back from that and try to look at the world from a truly objective perspective. And you will see things. Um, you will see the bullshit coming from both sides. Now, yeah. you will see the bullshit coming from all directions and you'll be able to start filtering it out. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a secret. But if you're one of those people out there deluding yourselves, you know, just stop. Yeah. Just there's stop. Two different Easier quotes. said than done. Oh, yeah. There's two different quotes I'd want to give to, to back that up. The first one quote is that it was it, I, I read I, I, I heard it one time. There's only two. Th- there's only two things that are real in wrestling. Right. The money and the miles. What, if you what take, are the miles? Here's the thing. You kind of can use the miles for two different things. The miles on your body, the miles oh, right. you drive down the road. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the taxing things it does to you, the right. miles that you're going there. So you can use that, and I think that's a good analogy. When you look at politics, the only thing that's real is the money and the miles. Yeah, yeah. Because everything's wrestling anyway. Oh, it totally is. The second thing is, and this is from Fight Club, it was that, you remember when the the, the, the scene when Tar, Tyler Durden poured the, 
um, acid on, on his, his hand. hand. Right. And he said, it was only after you've lost everything that you're free to do anything. Right. It's only after you realize that the whole fucking show is a bunch of bullshit. Right. Are you free to actually move forward now? Right. Yeah. There's truth in that. Like you, you have to get rid of all. Like you got it. You got all your all your fucking all your sacred cows got to fucking die. They all got to go. You got to realize that none, there's no side that's getting elected that's that's there for you that are trying to do anything for you. So supporting their ass is not worth it. You got to stay local. You got to stay within your own community and say fuck the rest of it and just live as if they don't exist. And if enough right. of us do that, then they won't have a need to exist. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I got to go back to wrestling for a second though. Um, because yeah, I really don't believe, I don't understand people who believe that wrestling is real. Are there still people who believe wrestling is real? If so, they've never been in an actual fight. I don't think so. Because there I'm, might be some, old, no, there's not really anybody that believes wrestling is real. Anymore, I, yeah, that's good. That's good to know. Because I mean, I don't know anybody that's a fan of wrestling that believes it's real. I, I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I never stomped my foot when I threw a punch. And I know I've never climbed up on a dumpster to dive on someone and have them there waiting to catch me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that's never happened in a back alley brawl I was in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I find that humorous. I was watching, you know, I ended up on wrestling the other night and, and just watched it for like, you know, three minutes. I thought, this is, it's beautiful. It's beautiful choreography. But anyone who's ever actually been in a fight knows that nothing like this has ever happened in a real fight. No, but none it, of it. But here's yeah. the thing, though. But those guys do get hurt all the time, though. Oh, well, yeah, because, because they're, what they're doing is dangerous. Yeah, they're flying through the air. I mean, yeah. if, if they get it wrong, somebody could get hurt, you oh, know, yeah. especially when they're throwing things out of the ring there's and hitting each other with There's a tables. lot of people that have died. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, you know. No, it's not nothing. That's for sure, but it is uh, it is not fighting. <laughs> it's choreographed. Sure. Yeah. The only thing that's real is the money in the miles. The money in the miles. I like that. It's a great yeah, quote. It great. is a good quote. Who who was that, by the way? I heard it from Kevin Nash, who and who heard it from Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> Which you, so you know Captain Lou. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. of course. Uh, mainly uh, from Cindy Lauper videos. Yes, <laughs> with the rubber bands in the beard. Right. That's yeah, the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, that's yeah. the guy. That's the guy. Gotta like him. Yeah. So. That was kind of nice. So it was nice to nice to nice to go there, and nice to see Rand getting his uh, comeuppance on that. Yeah, no shit. Now, and there's also in the show notes for the people that are subscribers that are at, that do have access to the um, uh, to the Facebook uh, fan page or the Facebook fan group one. Right. Is that I will have an article in there from Jeffrey Tucker that says, "Believe your own eyes about the Fauci emails, not the fact checkers." It was on Real Clear. Uh, so what are you doing? You're putting an article in the the Patreon thing now? No, not the Patreon one, in the Facebook one. Oh, okay. okay. In the Facebook group, like I do every other week. Oh, I don't know. I, I do not, the show notes in there. I'm not on Facebook anymore, so I wouldn't know. So are you, have you canceled your... No, I just haven't been on it. You know, just kind of not interested. Oh, really? Had nothing left there for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Facebook uh, just... I, I heard today that uh, Facebook has decided to uh, take away uh, politicians' immunity uh, because uh, prior to now... Some politicians, not all politicians, not Donald Trump. Donald Trump, by the way, has been banned uh, for an additional two years. Yes. Yeah. Which is bullshit. But. I, who the fuck cares, man? <laughs> yeah, I just don't yeah, care. It's just bullshit, though, that they can ban somebody like that for, well, for what he did. He didn't do anything. Hang wrong. on. Hang on. Actually, the... the um, what is it? The the internal review board at Facebook. Yeah. Who like, uh, you know, goes through and sees if they're being moral and ethical and all that. Yeah. Said... They agreed with the ban on Donald Trump, but what they didn't agree with is the fact that there were other politicians who the uh, community standards were waived for. 
So apparently they they if you're a politician that Facebook likes, you can say whatever you want and violate the community standards. Uh, but if you're a, a politician that Facebook doesn't like, you get banned for violating community standards. Yeah. Um, so they actually, <laughs> to their credit, <laughs> they said, okay, we are now uh, lifting the waiver from community standards uh, from all politicians. So now no politician is immune uh, to violations of the uh, community standards. Well, that's in reaction to the Florida law, though. Uh, what was that? So Florida passed something now where it bans Facebook from being able to um, get rid of pol- political politicians' uh, accounts. Oh, did they? Yeah. Hmm. It, they actually passed it, and that yeah, was signed, signed into law. Yeah, it signed into hmm. law. That's a shitty law. That's what well, you're right. It is a shitty law, but this is going to this is where this is going to go up to the Supreme Court probably because they're yeah. going to sue, and then it's going to go to the Supreme Court, and we're going to see which way we're going on this one. Well, I, maybe they, uh, they they that could be. Yeah, that you're probably right. I didn't connect the two, but um, yeah, you're probably right. That's probably why Facebook went that direction so mm-hmm. that they could say, well, we're treating all politicians the same way. You know, mm-hmm. we're 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 not playing favorites to anyone, which clearly they were prior to that yeah yeah and here's the thing too though the thing about it is this and this is where you know we fall on we fall on weird sides of this argument is that i don't look if facebook wants to do that i don't think that they should do that i got off of twitter because of twitter doing it right but at the same time they should be allowed to do it yeah like i don't i, I like we need to get off of those platforms and why would you want to keep those people in positions of power anyway though like why do you want to give twitter that kind of power so i just got off of twitter right Right. You know, and honestly, I'm, I'm thinking about getting off of Facebook, too. I'm thinking about just using like MeWe or Minds or something and just doing it. There. I don't use I, I'm not on social media at all anymore. Well, I, I've think, just kind of got away for from our it. show. You got to have it somewhere. Hey, do we? Well, or nobody's going to listen to it. Does anyone now? <laughs> there are people that listen to the show. Is there anybody out there? <laughs> <laughs> there are people that listen to the show. Mind yeah, you, it is not a large number, but that's probably because we don't on enough, on enough social media. <laughs> I thought we had thousands of listeners. Well, we do have thousands of listeners, but we need more. Oh, okay. All right. And you want a lot of listeners. Billions? Well, I don't want billions of listeners. Billions I would like, wouldn't be good. Yeah, I would that would like be good. millions of listeners. Millions would be nice, too. I'm, I'm good yeah. at millions. Man. Yeah, because if we had millions of listeners, maybe we'd make thousands of dollars. That's right. <laughs> because now we have thousands of listeners and we barely make hundreds of dollars. Yes. <laughs> so more like tens of dollars most times. Yes, exactly. Multiple tens, though. Multiple tens. Multiple tens yeah. of dollars. Yeah. It's a multiple. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got uh, about five minutes left. What what else do you want to cover? All right. So one other thing is um, there's some great weed news. Oh, nice. And that Amazon is basically backing a federal bill to legalize marijuana. And it will no longer test its workers or some of its workers for weed. Yeah. Which I actually think is just a way to get more people hired because you know the 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 the, the 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 employment market is so crazy switched over right now right. that they need every incentive that they can. So if it's a, you can make fifteen an hour and smoke weed, right? Like people are going to go work for Amazon. Yeah, because pretty much everyone who makes fifteen an hour is smoking weed. <laughs> That's pretty much a given. That your that demographic right there is all smoking weed. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of demographics smoking weed though. Even your rich people are smoking weed too. Hell yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Why would have you ever noticed, by the way, driving around that you smell weed a lot more? All the time. 
all the, all fucking, the fucking time. time I'm driving down. I'm driving down the road. I'm always smelling weed. And I know it's got to be coming from a car around me. I don't even know where the skunks are anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's some skunky bud burning everywhere in town. Oh, I know. I love it, by the way. Uh, it it's is great. pretty nice. It's yeah. just so nice. Yeah. But it's nice. To, here's the thing. When Amazon, when companies like Amazon, who's a large employer in this country, make this kind of change, then this is the major dominoes that might be the straw that breaks the camel's back to what actually happens. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. And, you know, I, I and think getting rid of the federal law is the biggest key first off, though. Well, they, honestly, you know, Biden could do that right now if he wanted to. All he's got to do is, you know, uh, tell the Justice Department to reclassify uh, marijuana as a, you know, as not a schedule one. Well, here's the thing. He's a drug warrior, though. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Biden's a drug warrior. Yeah, I mean, so that's not going to happen. No. I think it's primarily going to happen through the states. Well, but, but the states, again, you have to get rid of that federal law or the banking system's all fucked up with it. Nah, it, it eventually won't matter. Mm. You know, that's the thing. If, if you have a bank that operates in five states and all five states have 100% legal marijuana, it's not going to matter. Mm. You know when what I'm saying? The feds still have that ability, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, you but gotta, they, won't, they won't enforce it. That's the thing. What, there's always a tipping point. And once enough states get to a point, it's the same thing that happened with gay marriage. Okay. Yeah. The federal government was not going to do anything on gay marriage. They didn't want to do anything about it. And you know, when state after state started legalizing it, they were the the states forced their hand. You know, and you got to remember that's all supposedly in theory that the United States is is just the consensus of the states. So once the states individually have a, a majority consensus on an issue, the federal government has to comply. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, it's it's we've strayed a lot from that. You know, people don't even think anymore when you say the United States, these United States, people don't even think of that. They think of that as a completely different term. But really, it's 50 states that all agree to work together. Yeah. Um, But it's it's gone so far beyond that at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah, it has. Yeah. So fucking federal government. I don't like them. I I don't don't like like them either. Yeah, I don't like them. Not a fan. Not a fan. In fact, I, I think I'm going to give them a two-star Yelp review. You should. You should. <laughs> Maybe a one-star. One-star? Yeah, give them a one-star. Yeah, star. I think I'll give them a one-star. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes two-stars hurt more, though. You think two-stars hurt I, more? I do, because I think that when sometimes when somebody one-stars you, it's almost like they're being too vindictive. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So it's you like you got to go with yeah, the one star. Me, me, just a, no, you go with the two star. Or the two star. Yeah, because you'd go with the two star, and you know you start off like, like you could have got more than this, but you sucked. It's like I really wanted to like this government, <laughs> but you know they did this, they did this, they did this, and you know I, I they won't I, leave me alone. I'm just giving them two stars. You get all you're getting is yeah. the two star. The, the only reason you get two stars parks. 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 I, I like some of your parks. And zoning regulations in my neighborhood. <laughs> you get two stars for that. You fucking statist. Yeah, You're such a statist. I'm never, I'm never coming off that list, am I? Well, here's the thing. I, I'm never getting my title changed. Like, can you please knock it off? You know, I can't help it. I, I just, you know, I you like. You love your parks I, and you love your zoning. I love my parks. I, I would prefer they be private. Actually, the zoning, if there were no government, I would take care of the zoning myself. Because you would just just Molotov, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? We'd we'd handle that in house, and that's and that's why that's on the coin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly. why that's on the coin. And that's why uh, you know it's it's good to be an anarchist because uh, you know you can just take care of stuff like that. And parks we can handle privately. So you know I'm on the path back to it. It's but in the meantime I, I do have to carry the uh, the statist uh, moniker for a little while longer. So. Yes, you do. 
But anyway, uh, that's our show. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to uh, hear the second hour of the show, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up. Be a patron. You get that cool anarchist guild coin and a bunch of other swag. So we'll see you on the other side. Yeah.